Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man show. I'm Stan the Joke Man. I'd like to start today's show off by apologizing for not having the conclusion of Bombing Down Poinsettia on last night. Um, I know the conclusion. Can you believe I have to have this much fucking buildup just to talk about it? Yeah. Anyway, I've been pretty busy the past few days, and I hope you'll pardon me. Because if my family needs me, I'm there. It's not a deciding factor. It's just an is. My dad needed me earlier this week. My bro- a couple of my brothers did, too. I'm glad I showed up when I did. And this is no reflection on them or anyone in particular, but this is a general statement. You know as well as I do. You get one, two negative Nellies mixed up in a fucking sewing circle or a powwow, and you'll bring the whole fucking party down, right? Right. They don't mean to. They just forgot how, how to communicate because things have been so bad for so damn long. What else is there? Plenty. So Big Brother showing up just happened to show up at the right time. This is no reflection on anybody, and I'm not saying anything about them. I'm just glad I showed up. Just wasn't a good night. Dad was already in bed kind of early, had his pajama bottoms on. I showed up at his house, basically kicked the door in and said, put some pants on, Dad. I'm going out to have dinner. I took my brothers and him out to dinner. And I watched my dad go from depressed to sitting around the house to up and lively and laughing and cutting up. Like that. My mom had a really heavy health scare, and I'm not going to go into details, but I'll tell you, it was scary enough at one point I was walking into where they were keeping her, and uh, there's a statue of Mother Mary out front, and I, I took a knee, and I asked if he could help save my mom, too. I asked her, the mother of Christ, if she could help save my mama, if she could put a word into her son. Help me out a little bit. and Yeah. That prayer was answered. Long road ahead. Again, another long road. So is life. Brings me to my point. Point is, guys, what I learned a long time ago from all my experiences in bombing down poinsettia even experiences I had before I got to bombing down poinsettia, something I picked up on as a young man that we forget sometimes as adults. I forget sometimes as adults is that you cannot allow one thing to be the deciding factor in your life. Oh, your life is full of roads and avenues and people that'll come in out of your life that you think will be there forever, but aren't. So many things are taking place. So many sections, avenues, days, and years. You cannot allow no one thing should ever decide the rest of your life. Are you hearing me? Give me an example. There was a man I used to run from all the time. I was terrified of him. He would choke me all the time until I passed out. That was a daily occurrence. He loved to strangle me. That was the big thing. Hmm. He was real violent, but 
I ran away a lot, and I was scared a lot, but I was smart enough to fucking run away. Did you pick up on that? I decided at that young age, this shit is not going to decide me. And I made some hard decisions before I was barely double digits old. The first was the easiest road, obviously, and that was murder. Yeah. Almost did it, too. A couple times. Point is, I didn't. That was the wrong road. Yeah, thank God I was smart enough at 10 to fucking figure that out, or this would be a different story. Um, or 11, I can't, it doesn't matter. But after I considered that option, I thought running away might be the better plan at the moment. But I wasn't going to let that shit decide my outcome. And it didn't. It damn near did. But I come out the gate feeling sorry for myself, and I was self-destructive. Yeah, that's how you get to teenage pregnancies and running away from that responsibility and then running out to Los Angeles because you don't know who the fuck you are and you're trying to find yourself and all that shit. Yeah. Then you live the life of a fucking novel within three years. You jump on a motorcycle and you do something most men only dream about right across country on a motorcycle through driving fucking rain. I'm not going to go into any more details, but the point is where that road took me was even lower, but it didn't decide me. After I could see again, after I had to learn how to walk again and count fucking money again and set up right and take care of myself again, I didn't have nothing but that hospital gown. I didn't even have clothes, okay? I had family back home, but they were thousands of miles away, and I sat there in that hospital looking east every fucking morning. And I decided, man, as soon as I can walk again, I'm going to kick somebody's ass. Mine. Mine. For the first time in my life, I took responsibility. And I made more decisions. This time for the good. And things turned. You can either be subject to everything that happens around you and just kill over and curl up and fucking die, or you can create your own world. I create my own fucking world. I do not allow anyone to govern me. No, you don't get all that right out the gate. You don't just flick a switch and there it is. It takes fucking time to get there. The point is, you got to get started. How are you going to get there? Don't let somebody else tell you. How are you going to get there? What's right for you? See, it takes balls to make decisions for yourself. First fucking thing required is guts. The only way you're going to get guts is through honesty. With you. You. What are you doing wrong and... How have you fallen short and how can you make things better? Because you're going fucking forward whether you like it or not. The good you. I don't have to tell you what kind of a mess you might have made or what you might have done here or there. But it's your fucking mess, isn't it? Right? Right. You know it is. So clean it up the right way. Oh, it's it's going to suck ass and you're going to find out pride don't mean shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
you realize where you might have been stepping wrong before you got where you are now. World keeps moving, with or without you. You have to remember that. You have to get that in your head. I'm moving forwards. That's how I made it out of that hospital. Unsniveling. That's how I made it out of that hospital, walking on my own and being able to see again. Yeah, the fucking seizure disorder followed me out of there. But you know what? So be it. I got a new fucking friend. I'll roll with it. I'm not going to do this sit around and feel sorry for myself. I'm going to take responsibility and be a better myself. And that's what I did. You look at the first step and you take it. And when you're ready, you take the second one. It may take a little while, but then you'll get that third one in there. Hey, look, man, you got a fucking trail behind you now. You keep going forward or you curl up and die. But stop making excuses and stop feeling sorry for yourself. That's what I learned. Before we get into the news, because we got a lot to talk about today, I want to say something to a personal friend of mine out there. He works for a television station in Tulsa, Oklahoma, KJRH to be specific. That'd be Channel 2. I have known Mike Collier, yeah, since we were both too young to point out our own peckers. That's right. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mike. Um, I haven't known Mike quite that long, but we knew each other a long time. And Stan the Joke Man just wants it to be known. If there's any chance he hears this, I know he might tune in sometime when he doesn't have the kids with him. It's about the only time you can listen to this show is when you don't have the kids with you. Yeah, hey, listen. Yes, I can behave. And yes, I like to behave. But if I fuck up once in a while, (laughs) I really respect Mike because he's retiring from KJRH. I guess he announced it this morning. And I guess sometime this spring is going to be his last day. And I just want to say to my friend Mike Collier, man, I really respect you for why you're doing it. Your family. You've got a home. And a family, and I understand that sometimes that old career gets in the way. Yeah, that's why I do this. But as your friend, Mike, this is Stan talking. I just want you to know, bro, you might get a little bored. Okay. <laughs> After a few months, you're going to get bored. Okay? You're going to get bored. So, when you get bored, and you will, be prepared to do other jobs, Mike. You're going to do other jobs. And your celebrity status might bring on a lot of unnecessary bullshit. And what I mean by that, Mike, is, give me an example. When they fired me at K-Hits, the, I had plenty of money in the bank. Believe you me, I had plenty of money in the bank. I could have taken time off and not done anything. Matter of fact, my wife even recommended I take a few months off, go fishing and stuff just to unplug. But that night when Anheuser-Busch called me and said, hey, man, you want to wheel beer for us for $500 a week? I said, hell yeah, because I drink your product. (laughs) It was awesome. I'm not going to watch that walk by. So in 24 hours, I went from a radio studio to the back of a Budweiser truck with a dolly huffing and puffing, wheeling thousands of pounds of fucking beer. Yeah, and it was great. I got to buy beer wholesale. I bought beer cheaper than anybody in this fucking county. It was awesome. Nobody. I got, I got free beer. Yeah. 
they not only give me a job wheel and beer, but they suddenly they wanted to make me a manager. Yeah. Well, I wasn't interested in being a manager, so they tried to force me to be a manager. And then I realized they didn't want a manager. They were looking for a fall guy, so I quit. Uh, (laughs) They were. I'm not stupid. I can see when I'm being set up a mile away. Anyway, well, that's not always true. But um, what am I talking about? Oh, yeah, Mike, good luck with your fucking retirement, man. If you need some advice on what to do. Holler at your boy. That'd be me. Stand the joke, man. Yeah, we'll hit the titty bars or something. See if we can get you on as a bouncer. Mike Collier. Yeah. The Weather Authority bouncer. Kicking somebody's ass out of cloud nine. Uh, get it. Feel the funk, yo. Let it flow. to be dead a long time ago yeah but of course Poontang was just hanging on to him in, in case he became a political tool or a bargaining chip that's why Poontang was keeping him alive barely alive I heard at one point he was in the gulag I guess he got so sick in there they pulled him out because Poontang like don't fucking let him die yet so they got him out of the fucking gulag yeah yeah these are your leaders Russia I know you're listening I see where you're pinging in from. I'm not stupid, but I appreciate you listening, by the way, and you're looking for truth. Vladimir Putin killed Navani. Because Navani had the he had a life to sacrifice for his motherland. But he stood by himself, didn't he? That's why he's gone. I'm surprised he lasted this long. I really did. I don't know that Navani was the answer to Russia's prayers, and I have a lot of listeners out of Russia. Hello, guys. Thanks for listening, folks. Know this from a poor Oklahoma boy. I have a life to give for my country. I love my home, all of my home, particularly this American home, okay? There was a Freemason a long time ago. He was pretty young, but I'm pretty sure he made the Brotherhood. And that, of course, was a Nathan Hale. He had a life to give for his country. This freedom thing. This home that we all take for granted and think is going to fix itself or somebody else will do it fucking for us. I say to the Russian people, you, 
Do you have a life to give for your country aside from being on the fucking front line in Ukraine fighting Vladimir Putin's fucking war? You ain't fighting shit for Russia. You've been jerking off to that propaganda shit from day one. And I realize your propaganda ministry pussy host. I realize you got a gun to your head too. So I go back to the Russian people and Russian men if there are any left. Do you have a life to give for Mother Russia and protect your fucking house at all? Are you going to sit in there and watch the women go out nightly and get snuffed out by Poontang's police while they're out there protesting to try to save the lives of their own sons? If I saw a cop dare lay a hand on Mama when she is trying to protest for her boy, that'd be one dead fucking cop! Do you have the fucking life to give for your country? Not for your own cynicism and your own hatefulness and your own whatever the fuck you want to believe in alternative fact world, but the goddamn truth. Are you all going to just sit there idly by and watch your place get taken apart? Or are you going to do something about Vladimir Putin? I've said it once and I'll say it again. That motherfucker is going to run. He's got enough fucking money stashed away that he earned off your ass, by the way. St. Petersburg, what the fuck is wrong with you? You should have your own Navy and go in NATO by now. Fuck Vladimir Putin. What has he brought for you? Nothing but pain and heartache and terror and chaos and a lot of empty dinner tables. For him. Him, 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 him. Him and that goddamn motherfucker Donald Trump. Vladimir Putin, I'm sure, promised him a zillion skyscrapers and buildings and shit in Moscow and fucking Kiev. That's why Donnie withheld all that aid to Ukraine and allowed his buddy Vladdy Poontang, after all them secret private unwitnessed meetings, to go ahead and attack Ukraine. What they didn't count on is that Donald Trump was going to lose that fucking election because he's such a fucking pathological lying idiot, fortunately, fortunately for the entire world, the majority of the people in this country have common sense and we didn't fall for the bullshit. <clears throat> anyway, America ain't going nowhere. Donald Trump's going to fucking prison because over here we hold our people accountable. So my question to you again, Russian men, if there are any left in those empty buildings. When are you going to start saying no to Vladimir Putin? And do you have a life to sacrifice for your home? For your country? You better fucking defend it. I know I would. I know I will. I know I am. All right. Let's move on. Florida Judge. Eileen Cannon. Ooh, this just come down the pike. Let's open up the Eileen butt cannon here. Judge Eileen Cannon just bitch slapped Donald Trump down in Florida down there. Donald Trump. Yes. Well, he was looking for another frickin' relief, a delay in the trial that's getting ready to take place down there. Uh, but in a surprise motion, Judge Eileen Cannon just flat out told him no. He was denied. With a paperless order. Paperless order. That's 
I guess where they I guess the judges shout shit out and you know it's taken down here it is paperless order denying with clarification defendant's motion to adjourn pretrial motions deadlines 285 the deadline to file pretrial motion <laughs> however to the extent of the court's resolution of the pending motions cannot reasonably have been filed okay Donald Trump is complaining that he didn't have time to file certain motions by February 22nd which isn't even here yet so he wants another fucking delay and the court is going to consider such arguments as appropriate, but only upon a particularized and timely showing that events post-dating February 22nd, 2024 clearly justify additional pre-trial briefing. In other words, Donald Trump is trying to delay for more time so he can prepare for days on problems that haven't even fucking arrived yet, if that makes any fucking sense at all. He's had plenty of time. This is just another stupid tactic because when your position is indefensible, we're moving forward, Don. You are not above the Constitution. What you did was wrong. You're going to be punished. You got to get that in your fucking head. How you go is up to you. I know the easiest road is fit, throwing, screaming, yelling, and pointing fingers like the typical spoiled shit yards. Everybody else's fault, but not this time, little boy. You going to be a coward? Scream and yell like a little girl, or are you going to walk in a man? Fucking little wimp, your father failed you, pussy. Well, welcome to the world. It's called accountability, you little shit, and shame on your pussy daddy for not raising you better. Yeah, your fucking pussy father failed you, boy. That's why you have so much contempt for women. That's why you treat them as such, you piece of shit. You just can't stand the fact that you're dumber and you're fucking gutless. Gutless! Well, you're going to fucking prison one way or another. You can go in a screaming gutless bitch, and I hope they fuck you six ways to Sunday, you wimp. Or you can stand up and be a man. Either way, bitch, you're going in. Constitution mocking, king of the green, just a golf course walking, liar, pants on fire, two-faced from a fuse, right, tan and hair, dye, here's the colors I choose, red and yellow, mix them up like pancake batter, slash your lying ass, could it get any fatter, look at there, I'm an orange guy, Naranja. call me Cheeto, I'm super fly, orange, 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 orange,
dives quick. The second jerk got his house got sacked. Docs out back, torn up secrets and Pompeo's crack. Madness, insanity, no Christianity. Don's going in with utmost sincerity. Give me a break. What world do you live in? Don's going in with the Velveeta complexion. Orange, 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 orange. Fire meds. Henrietta's Farm to Pipe Bud Dispensary and home of the $5 gram. Fire it up, hippies, with wholesale prices to the public. You're only going to find at Fire Meds. Check out their entire sales menu at Leafly. That's right, Leafly. Wholesale prices to the public on one-ounce baller jars, sugar, diamonds, batter, live resin. 25% off all flour ounces every single day. Solventless rosin and carts, half the price of the competitor. And let me tell you, folks, Fire Meds, they don't be selling whore weed. Absolutely not. <laughs> Pimps, no middlemen. You know where your weed's been. Their farm, their bud, your pipe. Two locations, 908 West Main and Henrietta and 3rd Street in Stillwell. Know where your weed is coming from. I do. Firemeds Family Farm to Pipe Bud Dispensary, Henrietta, Oklahoma. I'm embarrassed to see that a uh, Oklahoma radio station refused to play Beyonce's. New country song because I guess Beyonce was black. Was that it? Yeah. What is the name of that station? Oh, they reversed their policy, and I'm sure they got a zillion excuses lined up. Trust me, it's a lie. They didn't air it because she's black. But um, the call letters of the radio station was KYKC. KYKC. See, Beyonce, she's pivoting over to country music for her upcoming album, Resistance Act 2. Of course, some of her fans are disappointed. They don't want her to go country, but others are real accepting because you know why? Beyonce is her own person, and fuckers, she is an artist. I don't give a fuck if she wants to join a polka band. Mm. She is so fucking fine, she can do whatever the hell she wants. I don't give a shit anyway. She's an artist. Who the fuck do you think you are? Now, on the other side of the coin, the Beyonce fans who are all pissy because she had a country song come out back in 2016. Y'all thought she was snubbed because she'd get an award. I don't even remember the song. That's how fucking much it sucked. So don't even go there. Charlie Pride didn't get an award for every fucking song he wrote. Stop acting as though you deserve an award just for being there. Doesn't cut it. Or just being the first because your skin tone is a certain color. That's bullshit, brothers and sisters. You know that. I know it too. So cut the shit, would you? Yeah, I'm pissed off that a radio station wouldn't play her shit. I forget their excuses about not getting it released to them right away. In this day and age, bullshit. Even before, record labels always, always give you a preview of a song before you fucking get it. They knew about it. They chose not to play it. Own it, chicken shits. Me, on the other hand, Stan the Joke Man Show is going to play this song. Texas Hold'em, it's about Beyonce and her upbringing in Houston. Yeah, she's a Texas girl. All of an update tonight on Bombing Down Poinsettia. Until then, bye, Candios, me amigos. This ain't Texas. Ooh. Ain't no Hold'em. Hey. So lay our cards down, 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 down. So pocket your Lexus Ooh. and throw your keys up. Damned if I can't slow dance with you. Come close some sugar on me, honey, too. It's 
your bitch, come take it to the floor now. Woo! There's a tornado in my city. Get the basement. That shit ain't pretty. Rugged whiskey. We surviving. All the red cup kisses, sweet redemption, passing time, yeah. Ooh, one step to the right. We headed to the dive bar. We